Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. And uh, we're delighted to be joined on the line now by one of Ireland's biggest YouTube creators. She's almost got 650,000 subscribers. She's been working away at that for the last number of years and her channel has exploded in the last couple of years. She's also an author, best-selling author, I should point out as well. She's also decided, shockingly, to give up booze for quite a long period of time and it's about 15 months sober it's 15 months since she last uh, had her last sip of alcohol and we're delighted to welcome back to the show uh, Melanie Murphy Melanie how are things? Really good very very heavily pregnant and I should point that out is that when I felt pregnant it obviously helped to stay off and to make a decision to, to, to stay off further for um, five years I'm going for now so I never thought in a million years I'd say that going back a couple of years you know but um, the benefits have just been so have outweighed the cons so much that um, yeah it's, I, I, I'm loving it now the, the first few months were like grief and now uh, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't imagine drinking now and it's brilliant Now you said and I th- found this interesting that you, you obviously don't have a problem with drink you never did have a problem but like any Irish person you'd go out the weekends and stuff and maybe overdo it a little bit but what were the biggest changes that you found um so i think personally mental health wise and just my emotion regulation i i, I definitely wasn't an alcoholic or anything like that but the, toward the end of my relationship with drink it, it was starting to become quite problematic in my day-to-day life so if i had a really heavy drinking session on the weekend it would you know, impact me for about three, four days because either when I'd be drunk, I'd have a big blow up fight with someone or I would uh, just miss out on work. I'd just miss deadlines, how bad the hangover would be and stuff. And it affected me in so many ways, like, you know, not just skin and energy and stuff like that, but even just the amount of money you spend. And it, it goes into every facet of your life. And what I find mind blowing is that drink is, the only drug that we have to justify not taking like especially in Ireland it's just so common to to binge drink and our relationship with drink here isn't isn't very representative of a lot of other countries where like they would drink you know a few, few nights a week but they'd have one or two and for me it was always a case of like binge drinking and I would try and stick to just two drinks and it worked for for a few years like say during the week I'd stick to that but then at the weekend and any time I was around drinkers, I would, I, once I got two or three in, 
that was it. And I'd just go and go and go until I, I like, had to go to bed or I'd pass out or I'd be puking or I'd be screaming. And, and a lot of people think that's very normal, but it's not. And I really realised how abnormal that is. Um, so for a long time I didn't think there was anything, anything wrong with what I was doing um, because it was just part of life it was part of the YouTube culture you know there was all these parties and we'd all be going to all these events together and there was free drink and uh, just amazing but m- mental health has improved astronomically like I went into therapy afterwards and I was able to really get to the bottom of a lot of childhood stuff and reasons why I was trying to escape with drink and yeah it's just it's been one of the best things I've ever done for myself for my, my health it is funny that you mentioned that it, we do have a, a culture that and it reminds me of a brilliant Foil Anson Hogg video where the guy has to sit down with his parents and tell him he's he's not a drinker and they're all like oh my good god what's going on <laughs> granny can't take it you're gonna kill her um, definitely yeah. worth checking out but uh, obviously to point out that it wasn't as you mentioned it wasn't the pregnancy that made you no, kick no. the drink obviously so c- can you remember the point in which you kind of said to yourself maybe we should knock this for a while yeah so I, I had a few nights um, in the year leading up to when I gave up I had a few bad nights like one night in particular I remember free pour and whiskey and I I ended up myself bear in mind I'm like a five foot six like relatively small framed woman ended up drinking nearly a whole bottle of whiskey and I was you know it, it was just very embarrassing oh then the state I got into and just stuff like that was happening more often and I, I noticed I didn't have as much control over over my drinking habits as I had previously and I didn't know why but I still was never gonna give it up like and then um one night I was with just a bunch of family and my my partner who's now my husband and um we were drinking for, from about seven in the evening right up until very late into the night and I I just lost the plot like and and I think some of the things that I said and did that night I was just so so mortified the next day that I said I, I never want to put myself or anyone around me in a situation where they have to witness me being like that ever again and it, it was an immediate decision the next day because it was so bad and I'd had nights like that as a teenager and stuff but I think when I, when you're yeah. younger the idea of giving up is just like then there's no way especially here you know I just couldn't imagine being that one person at the party not drinking so it was very intimidating but I, I just felt like it was something that I really had to do but I did only plan on doing it for a year and then I got pregnant and I do think it actually helps with the getting pregnant as well. They say that it can affect fertility and everything. So I've been reading so much into alcohol because of this experience I've had coming off of it. So I've been just reading through all this research and it's fascinating like that. It's so normalized in our culture. And I don't I don't have any problem being around people having a few now. It's just when they have a healthy relationship with it, I do feel quite jealous of that. Like I wish I was able to just drink like that and, and maybe I will in the future I'm not saying I'm going to be off it forever or anything but I would never go back to it if I couldn't keep a handle over it I think a lot of people find themselves in that situation and probably won't admit it it's almost seen as like a compliment yes. as well and and that's definitely the case with me like I, I always felt like I was way more fun and mad and you know the stuff that I'd say and do and uh, you know when people give laugh then it gives you this feel good feeling like it almost boosts your ego and then you think that the person that they like is you on drink and it's not you so I think with the fact that my job is obviously I do a lot of stuff on camera and with YouTube that 
has made me feel very comfortable in being open about all kinds of subjects in person, like at any time of the day, sober. So I don't need drink to really loosen up. And that's one thing. If I did need it to really like be able to talk openly with people, I think I would have found it a lot more difficult. So I think um, working on that before giving up, like trying to have those kinds of conversations with people and stuff, just so that you don't ever feel like oh, I really need to just vent about this thing, but I can't bring it up unless I have a few points in me, you know. That's definitely, and I noticed that with a lot of lads that I know. They'd find it really difficult to have those conversations just in the bare light of days, you know. I I think from a lads' perspective, one of the reasons is why you'll go down to the counter and have a drink. I think we're much better talking without making eye contact and the only place you can do that mm. is sitting at a counter looking straight ahead with a pint <laughs> yeah. in your hand and something to distract you with whereas I don't know maybe yeah. girls are a little bit you know will sit down and do a little bit more face to face sometimes yeah. it's easier you know talking about these things when you're driving a car because both of these are yeah. just looking out and it's, it's it's not awkward with that at all but that's really uh, interesting yeah yeah it is it is weird like uh, we're so guilty of it because I uh, at the start of the year sorry during lockdown when I think everyone got a little bit giddy and was like having a few <laughs> drinks every weekend because it was like there's nothing else to do but grab a bottle of wine and let's make cocktails oh, this evening. Yeah. Uh, and that was grand for a little bit. And then I said, you know what, I'll just, just kick it for a month. And then mm. we were chatting to a guy who runs an online kind of challenge where you have to try and give it up for a month. And that was particularly easy because there wasn't mm. anything open and you weren't missing out. But I was yeah. out on Saturday evening and a mate of mine was driving and I was delighted. But even still, we were sitting down having some dinner and I'm, I'm like, go on, leave the car there. Go on, listen, I'll give you a lift out tomorrow. You leave the car there, have a couple of drinks. And just trying to, to nudge him into, yeah. into having a couple of drinks and just making him feel uncomfortable. One, I'm obviously just taking the piss out of him anyway, but it, it yeah. is, it's a very difficult thing to, to do in this country. Yeah, I, I, and I'm guilty of, I'm so guilty of peer pressure and people in the past. Like, I'd, I'd do anything to make someone stay if they were wanting to go home early. And anytime they'd give, and, and sometimes they'd be valid excuses as well. Like, they'd have to get up early for work or they'd have an exam due. Um, and sometimes they might just be making something up to just kind of they're just not in the mood or whatever but I I was really terrible for that and I kind of see now because it's happened to me so many times where people have been like oh you're going like you're not an alcoholic it's not like you're going to have one and then you know go mad like just just you know if it's like a glass of champagne to celebrate something or whatever there's so many things and I just knew myself if I broke the no drinking thing I would just be so disappointed in myself and that's one thing I've learned through my 20s say is just when you make a promise to yourself to do something and you don't do it that's what makes me feel so much worse about myself than anything else and it took me ages to just get to a place where I'm not going to promise myself something if I know I'm not going to stick to it you know what I mean because then I avoid those negative feelings but yeah there's just so many there's so many benefits to even just cutting back like I'd say if like my husband doesn't drink very much anyway and he's noticed like he's drinking even less now because I I don't and he'll go for like Heineken Zero sometimes or he'll he'll order one drink and then a Heineken Zero and he'll mix them like that or and you do notice benefits like just even just not having to lose a day to a hangover is amazing and all the extra stuff you get done but with lockdown it's been I've had so many messages I've probably had more than a thousand messages since the start of lockdown off people who are drinking so much more even on their own and um, just asking me for advice and stuff but it, it is so difficult because this year is just so unprecedented and mad and it's such a, a coping mechanism for a lot of people and a comfort to a lot of people yeah it's almost like a big part of it is finding a, a replacement that is 
that makes you feel like giving it up is worth it you know um, so that there's a lot in, involved in it and you really have to want to do it um, but a lot more people are doing it now which is great like I have a couple of friends now who don't drink and so that's yeah it's nice <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely not think I want to try it at some point have you noticed though I know you lived abroad as well you were in was it LA you were living in I was there, there for a couple yeah and I, I yeah I had a bad time there I, it was not from I'm too much of a small town person and it just didn't um, it didn't fit me very well at all but I was there for a couple of years a whole different way than they are in Ireland you know I know it was a whole different thing and I never partook in any of that but I, I found myself just feeling very left out and uncomfortable um, so I tended to drink a lot more when I was there. Okay so in dr- drinking wise it was a little bit different to here? Yeah I, I found it was I lived in Spain with my partner when he was training for his job and the drinking culture there was actually amazing they most people would drink wine and stuff at night in the evenings and they'd stay up quite late in the restaurants but there wasn't binge drinking and they would really hate when any of the lads from the pilot school that um, my fellow was in like any time they were in the town because a lot of them were like English and they were like oh up the lads and like you know football <laughs> and, all. and all these you know because we were in, a, in in the south of Spain it wasn't a tourist yeah. area and they'd just be looking at everyone like what is wrong with you <laughs> and that that was my first experience of like oh there are such different cultures around drink in different places like in LA they are quite health conscious so I think the main reason they might go for drugs over alcohol might be something as stupid as calories because they're just so obsessed with image image and stuff yeah Yeah, I'd rather risk a heart attack than a few extra calories but sure that's what we're doing here but it's funny because Sometimes I think it's the weather here because in Spain and stuff, if you ever go out at night, you often see, you know, people on the, the seafront with coffees at 11 p.m. Yeah, Whereas yeah. here we're kind of stuck indoors. So alcohol yeah. is a comfort, I guess. Exactly. That's it. And well, I have been drinking a lot of them. Um, well, not so much anymore, but at the beginning, um, alcohol-free wine and alcohol-free drinks. And that was a big crutch for me for the first, say, three months, especially off alcohol. Like I'd get alcohol-free gin, I'd do alcohol-free cocktails, I'd have the zero beers and wine yeah. and all that kind of thing. So I was still feeling like I was doing my little thing in the evening where I would have a couple of drinks and stuff, but and, and having like the glass of fake wine with the dinner. And I know like it doesn't taste the same. I'm not going to lie and say it's just like a perfect replacement, but it was the ritual of it. And that's what a lot yeah. of sm- smokers find that, for example, like the act of just having something in their hand. So I think that's why a lot of people have had success with the e-cigarettes because they're replacing it with something that's kind of the same. They're getting the same... Um, habitual thing out of it you know but just on I know you, so it's been 15 months now that you've and obviously done this through lockdown and, and a lot of people have been asking you what are some of the pieces of advice that you have found helped you that you've been sharing with other people to kind of knock it on the head because I know you mentioned the grieving process where I'm sure you missed <laughs> it but what helped with either those urges or those cravings or that grief and, and making sure that you kind of kept to it apart from advising people to get knocked up and have a baby which I'm sure is uh, yeah. <laughs> a huge yeah. motivator and yeah exactly and I think that's uh, the good thing was I was kind of over the hump of it by the time I did get pregnant thankfully like the hardest part is the first few months and the biggest one was just making my intentions known for at the start like from the get-go putting it out there and I know it's very different in my case I put it out all over my bloody social media but for people to even just take the people who are closest to them in their lives and and tell them what their plan is and they don't you don't have to tell them exactly why like I very few people really know the ins and outs of like 
my situation and stuff like that. It was I kind of summarise it in a way that I'm comfortable with, but it is no one else's business why you really decide to do it. It can be for all kinds of reasons. Having them and, and telling them because it, it holds you accountable. It's like if you say, and if you put it up on your Facebook that you're going to do a marathon, then you're going to feel really like held accountable because you've put it out there. So I find I found that that really helped because when I put it up on YouTube that I was going to give up, I knew then that again if I if I if I broke the promise I would just feel awful and I like to avoid those like causing myself those nasty feelings you know so um that was like a really really big one and preparing yourself ahead of time for the peer pressure and knowing that you're going to have to kind of have a plan in a lot of scenarios so for some people who have a really bad problem it might be you know taking a different route home so they're not going by an off license like that's how far it can go like at the beginning I wouldn't even go down the drinks aisle in the shop and there were certain snacks or certain things I would always eat with alcohol that I just stopped buying you know that kind of thing and so like kind of making a bit of a plan with it because I, I just ripped it off like a plaster but uh, for a lot of people they, they wean off slowly or they'll do like a month here and there off of it and then they'll cut down the rest of the time and any of them are a great idea, I, I think. Um, and I would encourage anybody to, if, if they feel like it's having a, ne- a negative effect on their mental or physical health or on their work in any way, to look into it. There's, there's brilliant resources um, on like drink, uh, drinkaware.ie, I think it is, and stuff to help people with this, especially here, because uh, we do, you know, even in Ireland, I think it's one in three people spend up to 75 quid a week on drink. So it's quite, that's a lot, like, and then also that's one last thing is just treat rewarding yourself for your progress. So like tracking your progress and then really like practice an act of gratitude for the benefits you're having and buying yourself things. Like I'm I'm putting the money that I was spending on drink towards my new car. So it's just stuff like that, like where you have a something um, kind of physical to look mm. at and go, yeah, I have this because I don't do that anymore, you know? Yeah, no, that's good advice. I was going to ask, like, what would your reward be if you were craving a glass of wine or something just to you know after the baby um, of course well yeah for me well for me now like there's so many mocktails that I feel like they taste like real cocktails I love them and there are a couple of alcohol free gins and things like that that you can get now and it, they're a bit expensive and stuff but it's I don't sit there having them every night you know what I mean it's just I do them on special occasions and all now but yeah I, I, I prefer to make it about like like non-drink things now and at the start I was replacing that habit with just stuff like I'd, I'd go to the gym during times that I would normally drink so I was going to the gym later in the day instead of earlier in the day and stuff there is a lot that comes with it but it's it's just so worth it because it only takes a little while to make a new habit and once you stick with it for a certain amount of time then that's you that's you golden like you look at how you you teach a child to do something like once they've done it enough times then they'll just continue doing that thing we are the same as like that's how our brains respond to um changes in our lifestyles but it's just one of the best things that I done like I can't I can't imagine now if I hadn't done that because when I got pregnant I would have ha- had to do it anyway and I would have found it so much, much more difficult but yeah I, I didn't do it because I had to I did it because I I knew I needed to so that that made a big difference in how I approached it well it, it sounds like obviously it's worked out well for you and you're delighted with it and as you said you're not taking it to the extreme you're just trying it for the next foreseeable future uh, and mm. you'll take it from there and see if you can get a more of a responsible handle on it and just to mention as well if you're looking for non-alcohol or an alcohol free bar it's not that the booze is free it's uh, the Virgin Mary on where is that bar Cable Street Cable Street yeah. yeah and um, they, 
it, myself and Saoirse went there ages ago and it, again as you mentioned it's the, the ritual's still the same like you do feel like you're being bold drinking during the afternoon but it's completely <laughs> alcohol free and you kind of get similar uh, it's not obviously 100% but it's very very similar and close to uh, a real bar experience so that's an oh, option wow. there and I know there's probably other stuff that are, that's floating up and obviously as um Melanie mentioned drinkaware.ie for more information and resources on that uh, listen Melanie thanks a million for popping on obviously um, very best of luck with your pregnancy you uh, by you know, you. accounts you're about to explode but uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you've done um, a couple of videos on being sober I know you kind of tracked it the 6 month and the latest one the 15 month one uh, your YouTube yeah. channel is for someone who might want to take a look it's just my name is Melanie Murphy Melanie Brilliant. Murphy well listen thanks a million for popping on always Love a pleasure you. and we'll chat you again soon thank you thanks so much to see you again Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.